0: Welcome to David's. Welcome, David Welcome everyone. <coughs> Let me move over here, right quick. Um, this episode is going to be a lot uh, basic, basic, so that we can avoid uh, getting too ideological um, with our constructions here, and I'll explain why this is in a minute. Um, um, The main reason being, I find that I have a tendency to um, over-complicate things over, not really overcomplicate, well that too I suppose, but over uh, evolve things into thing, uh, uh, ways they don't really necessarily have to be. So this episode we're going to be going into different territory, uh, into the same kind of territory that... So anyways, what what I'm going to be doing is extremely simplifying a lot of things that I've talked about, uh, especially when it comes to the mind. Um, And the reason for this mostly has to do with, like I said, I tend to overcomplicate things. And the reason for this has to do with um, uh, not that necessarily that I'm wrong or anything like that, but, but because it doesn't have to be as complicated as it seems, as you know, as it sometimes is, sometimes, you know, because you get so involved in the content, uh, you, you end up forgetting not really forgetting, well, that too, but you end up going too deeply into the content and so you get lost in the content, and so you don't really realize that, um, you know, the content isn't always the way to go. I mean, there's a a good episode called Content versus Structure that Actualize.org did. I've talked about that a little bit on this podcast a couple times, but, uh, This episode is not really about that as much as this is about how to um, deal with your thoughts a lot easier ways than I've previously talked about in some ways. Um, This is going to be a very simple guide. Um, And it basically boils down to three things. Um, But really one thing, honestly. The one main thing. Uh, But the only reason why I'm making it three things is because uh, because you have believed that you you, you are your thoughts for so long, that you have to, that you must take your thoughts to be Truthful, truthful and representations of what you um, what you think and what you feel, giving a subject, given a subject, because you think that sometimes you have to um, go about things in somewhat of a roundabout way, which is actually what I've been doing for the past like years, um, year couple years um and there's nothing wrong with it in some ways it's it's useful because you you get a meta understanding of things but uh in other ways it's also more makes things more complicated than they have to be um so whenever a thought comes up so, okay so there's one major thing that I'm going to point out here that I've, that I've talked about before um So there's four major things that this episode's going to be about. Um, The first is what the mind is um, made of. What what most negative thoughts are made of, which is what we're really concerned with here. We're not really concerned with positive thoughts, for the most part. um, Or anything like this. We're mostly concerned with negative thoughts, because those are the ones that are... Uh, controlling you, and some some of the thought positive ones too, to some extent, but mostly it's the negative ones that are controlling, controlling you. Um, so the first thing to remember is that most, if not all, uh, negative thoughts, and even positive thoughts sometimes, uh, it's caused because of, of clinginess, attachment or some kind of paras- parasitic holding on to or resisting of what is happening in in the, in the moment or what has ha- what has happened or whatever it is that's the first thing to remember <clears throat> so the other thing to remember is that these thoughts are not you and you can interpret this in many ways, right? Um, but one way to interpret it is to say, just because these thoughts are happening uh, doesn't mean that I have to um, agree with them or make them my own. Because these thoughts are not me. They're just thoughts. Because the mis- mistake that we all make is thinking that the thoughts that, were, that are being thought are our thoughts, that we are the ones thinking the thoughts. And sometimes we are the ones thinking the thoughts. But even if we are the one thinking the thoughts, it doesn't mean that we are the thought itself. We are not the thought. We are... Uh, even if you don't realize that we are the one aware of the thought... Doesn't really matter. The point is that you're not really the, you're not the thought at all. Um, and there's two things to remember regarding this. If you if you don't realize this or if you don't see this, um, so the two things I've talked about these already. Uh, there's a video that talks about this. Um, so there's there's a couple of ways before I go into that actually there's a couple of ways of of realizing that you are not the thought. One of them is to become aware of the thought. The problem with that is because the problem with that uh, technique is that because you have believed and felt for so long that you are actually the thought, you will probably be taken over by the thought. The other thing you can do is the, to name the thought or the emotion. Name it, whatever it is you want to name it. Just don't. Well, don't, just just name it thought. Thought. This is a thought that's happening right now. The other thing you can do is to. Uh, well, there's many different things you can do. You know, you can you can focus on your breathing, and things like this. But the truth is, is that m- most of these things assume that you are the thought. The reason for this um, mainly being that... Okay, so, so can we, I'll give you an example, right? So say you have a thought that disturbs you. Um, and so you, you concentrate on your breathing. You focus on your breathing. You breathe in, you breathe out... What would be your explanation for why you did this? Because you felt like the thought was going to overwhelm you in some way. And so this keeps feeding into the same pattern that has caused these thoughts, these negative thoughts. Um, These patterns are... Some of them are new, some of them are older Most of them are Probably older But most of them are If not all of them are unconscious In some way or another And they all have A clinginess to them I think of it as like a magnet, right? Um, And the reason why I think of this Is because that's kind of what it feels like When when the thought is happening... It's weird. It's not even like the thought is creating the need. Or the, the attachment or whatever. Resistance or whatever it is. Um... So you have this like I lost my train of thought let me think for a second um, so yeah so the magnet itself so, so the thought itself isn't actually it seems like the thought itself isn't actually creating or you know creating the uh, state of cr- cleanness or attachment um, or resistance or whatever it is it's actually caused by a sort of a beingness of attachment. I, uh, but but let's 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 not even go into that right now. That doesn't really it doesn't really even matter. Um, what matters is the these the other two things, and these are really the way to overcome the thoughts. So you can see what I'm talking about. That the thoughts aren't you at all. Um, And the reason for this is, I mean, I can go into multiple reasons for this. Um, And I might actually do that in another episode, but I'm not going to really do that here. Because I think it uh, overcomplicates things and it could lead to ideology and, you know, becoming stuck within the content. Again, that's not what I'm here to do. Um, So, what you do is you remember these two questions. Are these thoughts useful? And um, how do they behave? The second question is actually almost in some ways more important. Um, not that the first one's not important, but the second one is really important to point out to you and show you what I'm talking about here. Um, because it's one thing to hear this. It's one thing to even understand this on an intellectual level. When you grasp This um, experientially, you start to realize what most, well, maybe not the most, but a lot of thoughts are and can be. And the reason for it, I've talked about this, is because of the separation consciousness that you have, that you are separate from everything even even uh, disregarding that it's not even it's even just about the separation consciousness it's, it's coming from a sort of a victim consciousness a sort of insufficiency consciousness a consciousness of i am not enough my personal theory and this is something that i've noticed and have backed up to some extent based on my own experience is that this is caused by separation consciousness um and separation consciousness it just means that you believe that you are separate from your reality and from other people and stuff like this and you may not think this has an effect on you but it actually does in many ways um I don't really want to go into too much detail here. I'm just trying to make things simple for you to understand. Um, But basically, you can think of it this way. So if you think you're separate, right, you're going to be doing and saying all these things to survive and get uh, all the things you think you need because you think you're separate, right? But if you think you're, like, connected and one with everything, particularly if you think you're one with everything, why would you struggle? Why would you do any of this stuff? Because you're one with those things. You don't need to do any of those things. You don't need to like struggle and try your hardest to make money and things like this. No, there, there, there are teachings that say that desire is the cause of suffering and things like this. And that is true in a way. Um, but in some ways it's actually not. It's actually much, much more basic Than this It's called separation consciousness But in the end They are semi-right Because if you're in unity consciousness If you think you're one with everything What are you going to desire? There's nothing to desire Because you're already one with all those things Um, So Those are the four things To mainly remember first one is that you, um, you are not your thoughts, or is that the second thing, I forget what the first one was, but, so the three major things to remember are you, you are not your thoughts, and the three, and the two questions, are these thoughts useful, and how do they behave? And also the understanding that your mind, especially a lot of the negative, a thoughts, um, are caused because of a neediness, a clinginess that your mind has. This you can answer with the second question. This you can find out with the second question. How do your thoughts behave when you're when they're doing negative things? What is the state of not mind, but emotion. Not even really emotion, but... What is... How are, how are they behaving? They're behaving like they're spoiled children. They're behaving like undisciplined um, children who just need more and more and more and more. That's what negative thoughts do. That's what they are. They're, they're the undisciplined parts of you. The parts of you that you haven't really realized that are part of you, or you haven't uh, wanted to or dared to assimilate back into yourself. Part of that is your shadow, and part of that is, you know, the rest of the world. And so, you know, when something, some, some, something comes up on the news or politi- politically wise, your mind starts going into these negative frenzies, like. Oh these Republicans, oh these Democrats it starts becoming undisciplined, it starts whining. The reason is because it thinks it believes that doing this in some way can fix these problems. But let's not even going to let's not even going to that. At the very basic level, this whininess, this undisciplined brattiness of, of negative thoughts is actually. Caused by Attachment A needy, clinging Attachment that your mind has to things And ideas and whatnot. So These are the four things to remember um, About your mind And how to deal with your mind One Your mind is Oops (laughs) I dropped my phone Sorry about that Your mind is needy clingy and attached and resisting things. So basically just needy and clingy and attached. Um two is that you're you are not your thoughts. And the way to kind of realize this over time, especially if you do this, is to, you know, ask these questions. Are these thoughts useful and how do they behave? They, how do they behave in your life? If they're being negative, what are they doing? Are they disciplined? Are they actually like helping you in some way, or are they just causing havoc, like a monkey that gets into a shop and starts tearing things apart? That's what your thoughts are. Your thoughts are like a monkey that just can't sit still, just can't be disciplined for one minute. Until you dare to discipline your thoughts by asking these questions. So anyways, if you have any questions about this or comments, let me know. This is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Don't point your finger at me Don't you know it's you Why you're suffering You're why you're suffering I've got my mind set at ease Don't you know it's you why you're suffering? You're why you're suffering.